Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash notjustanyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash notjustanyone. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Sherparks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Monday, May 8th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button for auto downloads and leave a five-star review to help the show grow. All right, we're a week out from the NFL draft, or a little more than a week out uh, at this point, and... The major part of the offseason at this point for the NFL is over. There will still be some moves from here on out, right? Guys will get cut in training camp. There'll be unexpected trades. But for the most part, the teams are shaped for what they're going to be next season. So with that being said, I want to go over who I think are the top 10 teams in the NFL right now, some of their weaknesses, maybe some things they've done to improve, but how I see the top of the league shaping up. And look, there are a lot of familiar teams for sure. I mean, I think right now we're in a point with the league where you're seeing there are four or five teams that are consistently going to be contenders, but there's a surprise. there are some surprising ones in there as well. Ones when I started to make this list, I did not expect to have in the top 10, but from what they accomplished at the end of last year to some of the moves they've made, I think you're going to see some new teams this year, maybe not seriously push for a title, but be, you know, potential division winners and host playoff games. So while there's still those top dogs, I'm excited for all the teams that I think have made enough improvement to, to get themselves into that top 10. So let's get into it and let's start off the jump. Um, number one for me is still the Kansas City Chiefs. So Part of the reasons I'm doing this is because this morning I also uh, read a great article by Peter King where he had the Eagles as number one. And 
look, I, I think there is a lot of argument for that, right? If you look at the Eagles roster, which we'll talk about in a minute, there are not a lot of holes on it. But I think what, what the mistake Peter King is making, what I think a lot of people would make when, when ranking these teams, is the same mistake they made before the Super Bowl, right? Before the Super Bowl, it was, well, if you had 22 starters between the two teams, the Eagles would have more of the starters. And the Eagles have the better roster overall, right? What happened? The Kansas City Chiefs won that game because they had the better quarterback and they had the better head coach. Andy Reid outcoached the Eagles coaches, and Patrick Mahomes, while he was not great through the air, and Jalen Hurts was awesome as well, Patrick Mahomes didn't make the critical mistake that Jalen made. Like, that's that's why that game ended up why it was. Of course, both defenses struggled. The Eagles defense was not good. The Chiefs defense was not good. And the Eagles do have a better one through 53 man roster than the Kansas City Chiefs do. But the reality is when you're weighing a roster in the NFL and you're comparing teams, some things simply matter way more. And Kansas City has the best quarterback head coach duo in the NFL right now. And it's going to go down as one of the best duos in NFL history. So while the Eagles have a great roster, and I think the Chiefs, like the Chiefs obviously are there some spots are not as strong as the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, until further notice, gives Kansas City the top spot in these NFL power rankings. That's just how it is. Of course, they don't have as good of receivers. Their defense probably doesn't have as much talent. The Eagles' pass rush is better. All those things were true in the Super Bowl. And the Eagles lost that Super Bowl because of the quarterback and the head coach. So for me, the top two is clear. And I think there is a gap. A somewhat of a gap between the top two and the other teams. But I think Kansas City still has that number one spot in the NFL. And I think the Eagles belong at number two. Now, a little bit more about the Eagles on why I think they're at number two. It is the roster. Like, Peter King is right. The Eagles don't have really have any holes on this roster. You can nitpick the safety position. You can talk about the linebackers. But when it comes to the quarterback, the offensive line, the defensive line, and the skill position players... They're, they're better than everyone else at those spots, other than quarterback, obviously. But the combination of everything, they are right there with everyone else, and they are ahead of everyone else. It, it, you know, if you're starting a team, of course you would take Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But from a pure roster, yes, the Eagles do have the best roster in the NFL. So Kansas City won, Eagles two. And from there, I think there's another group right there, but I do think there is a bit of a gap. I would be very interested in seeing the Eagles play these next two teams just to see what happens. I think the Eagles have the better roster and probably the better quarterback. I think Jalen is right there with these two, but I'd just be interested to see what would happen if they played each other. So number three for me is the Cincinnati Bengals. I put them ahead of the Buffalo Bills for a couple reasons. One, I think they're better in big games than the Bills are. Point blank period, right? You saw obviously last year they went in and beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Clearly that matters. But also they have been right there with the Chiefs, right? They, they've lost to them, I think, the last three times by a combined nine points or one of the times that they have lost, right? And then they've, they've played them really closely, right? Like Joe Burrow has played really well when he's gone up against Kansas City. So uh, the Cincinnati, uh, you know, Joe Burrow puts them up in that top three to me. Obviously great skill position players, uh, great defense. Offensive line needs some work, uh, but I think they're, they're obviously trying to fix it. And I think that their offensive line will be better next year than it was this past season. So for me, Cincinnati is number three. Number four, Buffalo Bills. Uh, still right there. Um, still, you know, again, that top three in the AFC. Big gap after that. And really the next big gap in these teams comes after Buffalo. But Buffalo, what's crazy, my biggest concern with them is actually the quarterback, right? I think you would look and go, oh, they have Josh Allen. They're always going to be a contender. And there's truth to that. And he's a great quarterback. 
But he's kind of reckless with the ball, like both with turnovers, but also even passes that aren't intercepted. It really feels like when you look at Kansas City, the Eagles, and Cincinnati, the biggest difference between those those three teams compared to Buffalo might be the quarterback. Jalen Hurts, incredibly smart with the football. Patrick Mahomes has gotten way better at being smart with the football. Joe Burrow, surgical from the pocket, right? Josh Allen is a little reckless with the football from the pocket. He's reckless when he runs with the ball. And he's lost to Joe Burrow. He's lost to uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? Like at the end of the day, Josh Allen, he belongs in the conversation, but he needs to have a better season next year than he did this past year. If he has the same type of season, I could see other quarterbacks passing him on kind of the consensus top quarterback ranking. So Buffalo to me is number four. I would say they're still there with the Bengals, but I think they're definitely below the Bengals uh, and below the Eagles and the Chiefs. All right, outside of the top four, number five for me is the Dallas Cowboys. People are going to be surprised by this, and I understand the hesitation about Dallas. They have not been great in the playoffs, right? Dak had a lot of turnovers last year. But when I look at the rest of the teams that I haven't talked about yet, so not Kansas City, not Eagles, not Cincinnati, not Buffalo. If I look at the other teams, Dallas is the only one I think has true potential to have a top five offense and a top five defense. And they've added Stephon Gilmore and they've added Brandon Cooks. Dak Prescott, not good last year. Led the league in interceptions. Didn't even play all all, all the games last year, right? Wasn't good against San Francisco in the playoffs. But he has shown that the turnovers are an issue for sure. But he gets that team up and down the field and they score points. They have consistently been one of the top scoring offenses with him at quarterback over the past few years. Now they have a defense that you can make an argument is the best in the NFL. I don't think they are, but they are in that discussion with the pass rush, the secondary, the turnovers. They have an elite defense, right? So while you look at the other teams, again, the Bengals, offensive line issues, right? Kansas City, their defense wasn't great last year. Buffalo, again, the Josh Allen questions, which is similar to the Dak Prescott questions. But Dallas has something that not many teams in the entire league can say, which is they have the potential for a top five offense and a top five defense. They're going to have to win in the playoffs. They might not even win their own division because of the fact the Eagles are in there. But when I look at the rest of the teams, I don't see others that have the ceiling that Dallas has. Their floor might be lower because of the unpredictability of Dak. And, you know, obviously Mike McCarthy is head coach. I don't think anyone views that as a strength. But they have a ton of talent on that roster, and especially in Dallas, they're an extremely tough team to beat. So for me, Dallas is the fifth team in the NFL right now. Number six, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. And people are going to be surprised San Francisco is not said yet. I'll get to that in a second. (laughs) To me, Miami gets this spot because of Tua and what the offense can do, but also the talent that they have on defense. Obviously with Tua, it's a question mark, right? It is a question how how will he play next year with the because of the concussion history? How many games will he play, right? If he gets a concussion, God forbid, you know, will he continue to play? So they do have some quarterback questions. But what I do know is when Tua is healthy, and you saw that last year, he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He can be a top five quarterback. 25 touchdowns, eight interceptions, tons of points put up on offense. He had comebacks. Uh, he led blowouts. I, I think Tua with the off with the weapons around him can be one of the best in the league. Now, if you put him on a team without weapons, could he carry that team? I don't think he's there, but that's not the situation he's in. And the quarterbacks we just talked about also have a ton of weapons around them. They go out this offseason, they add Jalen Ramsey. I think their season just obviously fell apart with the Tua thing. But when Tua was healthy, they had one of the better records in the NFL and they were beating quality opponents. So for me, Miami gets that sixth spot. 
because of the potential they have on offense, but also the talent that they've added on defense. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis. Go green with solar panels or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. San Francisco is number seven to me. Some people put them in their top three, maybe even their top five. I simply cannot put a team in that that high up in my power rankings that has a quarterback trio of Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had major offseason surgery on his arm. Who knows when he's going to be ready and how he's going to play when he comes back. Even if he is fully healthy, will he be able to do it for a second year in a row? I'm not sure. Trey Lance has had major injuries, hasn't played well when he has played, limited snaps, but hasn't played well, and is a complete question mark. Sam Darnold, I get, I get the talking people talking themselves into him in San Francisco with Cal Shanahan can be better, but he's still been a losing quarterback throughout his career. Look at the quarterbacks we've talked about so far, right? Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Tua. All of them are considerably better than every quarterback the Niners have. So yes, the Niners have a great defense. They have skilled position players on offense. Cal Shanahan's a great coach and has gotten a lot out of different quarterbacks. But they did lose D'Amico Ryans for what it's worth, so we'll see what that defense is like. But at the end of the day, like we talked about with the top spot, it is a quarterback league. And San Francisco does not have a quarterback, which is not something you can say for any other team in this top 10. Number eight for me, and I'm stunned on my reasoning for this, is the Detroit Lions. And there's a lot to like about the Lions. Dan Campbell obviously is proving his haters, including me, wrong. They have talent. They went out and add talented talented players to their defense this offseason. Their offense was really good last year. But we just talked about the quarterbacks in Miami and San Francisco. Detroit might have a better quarterback than both of them. And I think I'd probably still put Tua ahead of Jared Goff. But Jared Goff's numbers were way better last year than people want to give him credit for. 29 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. They were 8-2 and two after Halloween. Almost made the playoffs. Went into Green Bay at the end of the season in a meaningless game and beat the Packers. I think Detroit is set to take a step forward for a lot of reasons, right? Just a natural progression of growth of a team. This feels like the year they break through and make the playoffs. But one of the top reasons is because of how well Jared Goff played. Like, you have to have great quarterback play to win in the NFL. And Detroit got that last year from Jared Goff. So Dan Campbell gets the headlines, you know, the the defense, the personality of the city, all those things. Jared Goff gets overlooked, but he shouldn't. He he played outstanding for them last year. And I think because of that, Detroit is going to be one of the better teams in the league next year. Number nine, the New York Jets, uh, obviously one of the most talked about teams of this offseason, and they have it all now, right? Great defense, great skill players. Um, We'll see about the head coach, not super sold on him, but the roster itself is very good. And then, of course, they go out and they add uh, Aaron Rodgers, and now they're viewed as potential Super Bowl contenders. And I could see to an extent why. Aaron Rodgers, obviously one of the best quarterbacks of all time, historic career, all those things. But... Aaron Rodgers was not as good last year as people want to make it out to be. And, it, you know, I get that Green Bay maybe wasn't an outstanding situation, but it wasn't like he was completely devoid of talent there in Green Bay. In fact, he's bringing a lot of the players he had in Green Bay 
with him to New York. You look at what he did last year, 12 interceptions. Dak Prescott had 16, and I know, you know, obviously, math, 16 is more than 12, but it wasn't like Aaron Rodgers was at seven. Like, this guy struggled turning the ball over last year. He was one of the reasons Green Bay wasn't that good last year. And I'll be interested to see how he handles uh, this New York market, like going to a new team, being in a new division, dealing with a new city. There's a lot of variables, not not just in football with any sport. You, you can hear when athletes change cities after a long time, there is an adjustment period. They're in a really tough division, and I'm just not sure about Aaron Rodgers. So is Aaron Rodgers a better quarterback, obviously, for his career than Jared Goff or two or, or these guys or Dak Prescott? Of course he is. But right now, like in this season, I'm not sure he is better. And when you make a major change at quarterback like they are, I need to see it work before I'm going to buy all in. So there's a possibility the Jets end up as a top five team. Because again, they have the defense. They have great skill players, stud receivers, great running backs. Aaron Rodgers has something to prove this season. And I think it's going to be interesting to see him do it. And I'm not sure what it's going to look like in New York. Number 10 for me. To be honest, I had trouble finding a 10 to team. I think that at this point, there is a, a gap. I put the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think a little much is being made of all the talent Lamar has around him now. Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, nice pickups by the Ravens for sure. Zay Flowers is a rookie. Odell Beckham didn't play at all last year. And when he did play last, he was like the fourth option on that team, right? So ultimately, I, I don't think he has, he's not added like stud receivers to this offense. But it is more talent than he's used to had. Used to used to have uh, with the Ravens, and I'll just say this: as bad as Lamar has been these last two years, and his numbers have not been good. You know, you look at his touchdown interception ratio, all those things. He's not been that MVP caliber quarterback that he was the first two years. I kind of sense a Lamar bounce back coming. He's healthy. The contract thing is done. He's signed. That's no longer hanging over his head. The division is not as strong as it used to be, and again, he does have more talent around him. So. I'm going to go with the Ravens at number 10. I don't think their ceiling is as high as some of these other teams. I'd be very surprised if they competed seriously for a title. But I do think Lamar will come back with a better year. And with the contract thing not over his head anymore, I think he's going to be, once again, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. So my my top 10, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, Detroit, the New York Jets, and the Baltimore Ravens. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. And I'll talk to you guys next time.